Welcome back to The Word at Work. My name is Kyle. I'm a pastor at Jubilee Community Church, and it's a huge privilege to walk with you through the book of Proverbs. We're looking at Proverbs chapters 1 to 9, where again and again and again we're being told about the importance of wisdom and what it will do for us if we obtain it. And in Proverbs chapter 4, which is what we'll be looking at today, we'll see what I'm calling the anatomy of wisdom. Now, the anatomy of something is the uh, way in which it consists of various parts, what those different parts are, how those different parts relate to each other. And that word has come to mind as I've looked at this little poem in chapter 4, because what we see here is the way that wisdom affects all the parts of our body, all the parts of our life. It's obviously a poetic way of talking about the pervasive impact of wisdom on the way that we live. So if you have a Bible, why don't you open it up to Proverbs chapter 4, and I'll read this short poem at the end of the chapter from verse 20 to verse 27. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Put away from you a deceitful mouth and, and put perverse lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. I wonder there if you saw all the different body parts that were mentioned. Uh, your ears, your eyes, your whole body, your heart, your lips, uh, your feet. Uh, wisdom really does impact every part of who we are. Let's begin with the introduction in verse 20. Uh, here again in verse 20 and 21, we get a command four times we're told to give attention to the words of this book, to incline our ear to it, to not let it depart. In fact, even at the end of verse uh, um, 21, to memorize these things, to keep these commands, these words in the midst of our heart. Uh, this repeated command makes the goal of chapters 1 to 9 very clear, right? In fact, if you have a Bible, just look back. This is a repeated command that we've seen again and again. Chapter 3, verse 1. My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. Chapter 3, verse 21. My son, let them, these commands, not depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. Chapter 4 begins with a similar command. Hear, my children, the instruction of a father, and give attention to no understanding, for I give you good doctrine. Do not forsake my law. Uh, again and again in these first nine chapters, we're told to embrace the words of the father, to understand his teaching, to allow those words to, to be internalized by us. And of course, the, the goal of this is to motivate us to study the whole book. Chapters 10 to 31 in particular. So, so chapters 1 to 9, again and again, keep telling us the same thing. These are incredibly important. These words are vital. I think we started the series by me saying, wisdom is not an additional luxury, but a fundamental necessity. And again and again and again, this comes up. And so that's how this short poem at the end of chapter 4 begins. Give attention to these words, incline your ear to them. Keep these words in the midst of your heart. 
Well, why? Why should we do that? Why is it so important for us to know and understand and, and internalize the book of Proverbs? Well, verse 22 gives us the reason, right? These words are life to those who find them. What a remarkable, remarkable statement. These words are life to those who find them. But of course, it's not a surprise because that's what scripture says again and again about itself. Right, the Lord Jesus famously in John chapter six says that his words are life. His words are spirit and life. They bring spiritual life to us. And we live not uh, on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And that's what Proverbs is saying, just what the rest of scripture says, that these words give you life. And instead of chasing after everything else that looks more exciting, we need to embrace these words. So that's the reason, that's why we need to do it. And then the commands are very interesting and they begin with uh, talking about guarding the interior of our lives and then guarding the exterior of our lives. And again, the anatomy of wisdom here just covers everything, all the parts of our life. So let's begin with understanding the guard regarding the interior of our lives. Verse 23, keep your heart, that's an interior thing, right? The heart in the Bible is your psychological and spiritual epicenter. It's the center of your volition and your mind. We're told in verse 23, take a look. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life, or from it flow the issues of life. We need to guard our heart. How do we guard our heart? Well, keep in mind just the, first, the previous verses. We guard our hearts by internalizing God's word. By putting God's word into our hearts, that's how we guard them. And the reason we should guard them is because what happens in our hearts determines the rest of our life. Right? The, 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 the way I live, the way I think, the, the way I interpret situations, the way I respond to people, all of these things flow out of my heart. The heart is the source of life. It determines the body's activities. It controls our behavior. Everything we do comes from our hearts, uh, which is why we need God's word to be in our hearts, renewing our hearts, changing our hearts, sanctifying our hearts. So that's the, the command regarding the internal. Guard the heart above all else. Guard it. Put God's word in it. But there are, there are commands regarding the sort of exterior of our lives as well. And that's uh, verse 24, begins with a negative. Uh, put away from you a deceitful mouth and perverse lips. Uh, put away false speech, crooked speech, uh, you know, lies, uh, deviations, things that are untrue. The hallmark of wise speech is simplicity and candor, honesty. Uh, when a wise person talks, you know what they mean. They're not trying to hide anything. Uh, that's the hallmark, really, of, of, of wise speech. Uh, and then look at the positives. Verse 25, let your eyes look straight ahead. Your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet and let your ways be established. Don't let your eyes wander. Set your heart and mind on things above. Don't set your heart and mind on other things. Don't look to other things. Look to God. Look to his word. And, and walk in that way, uh, which of course is a reference to the way you live, your lifestyle, the, the way you behave. 
Uh, don't walk to the right or to the left. Don't walk um, in, in wrong ways. Walk in the right way. Walk in God's way. Walk on the path of wisdom. Don't deviate. Be careful um, how you walk. This is something Paul says in Ephesians chapter 4. Hey, be careful then how you live, Paul says. Um, living a life of wisdom and integrity. If we're going to become wise, uh, wisdom is going to permeate our whole lives. It begins in the heart. It begins by guarding the heart, by putting God's word into our hearts. But in the end, it'll flow out everywhere in how we talk, in how we behave, in how we walk, uh, in, in, in how we live our lives, how we treat people. And so can I encourage you to take these words to heart? and to be motivated to dig into this book and to allow the words of this book to come into your heart, to change you, to transform you, to renew you, and to help you. Um, wisdom will transform your whole life. It really will. It's a remarkable promise. Wisdom will transform your whole life. It will guard you and guide you and keep you. If we would give attention to its words, incline our ears to what it says. So can I encourage you to do that? Thanks so much for joining me. In this uh, chapter, we've looked at the importance of wisdom and the value it brings. In the next couple of episodes, we're gonna jump into chapter six, and there we're gonna see the danger of folly. So, so far, we've seen a lot of the positive things around wisdom. Chapter six is gonna give us several warnings around different types of folly and the destruction it brings. So I look forward to seeing you for that. <music>